This podcast is brought to you by Paper, Tutors for All. When students struggle at school, finding a tutor can make a real difference. But tutors are expensive and most families can't afford one. What if that changed? What if tutoring was affordable? What if it was free? What if it was available 24-7 in multiple languages? Now it is. With Paper, schools can offer every single student free 24-7 access to tutoring. Visit paper.co to find out if your child has access to Paper today. Black mess, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mess, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a young and broke it down for a son. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. family welcome back <clears throat> to another episode of the urban x podcast we are here with you guys yes thank you guys for joining us we appreciate you as always you know what i'm saying as always we appreciate you spending your halloween with us yeah man right yeah it's, it is halloween yeah it's all it's halloween it's all hallows it's the day of the dead it's uh, uh, All Saints Day. All Saints yeah. Day. Whatever you're into, it is. <clears throat> um, somebody asked a question. Um, how do I procure that opening song? Um, I actually put the. I'll, I'll put it in the chat for you right now. Yeah, we'll put that in the chat. And who's that spitting over the opening beat? That is my guy. Black Koo. That is my guy. You Black KU. Black Koo. And you can look it up on Google. Just put Black Mask, Black Koo, and then... Tuning in from Hawaii, we appreciate that. We appreciate the early bird. Mayette five twenty eight gave up some some bread on the six 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 tip. We appreciate that. Uh, all, all love. Uh, shout out to the people because we're early this week. This is this is actually our original time for the people who are watching us on YouTube. This is actually our original time that we wanted nine o'clock. But then every time we tried to start at nine o'clock, something. 
always went wrong. Always. So we just kind of started getting used to going at nine thirty. But for the people who are here with us, y'all are early. We got two hundred people in the chat. We appreciate you guys. Yes, yes. Um, we appreciate the <coughs> listeners. And so, how was your week? Uh, my week is good as usual. I'm alive. Uh, every day is a beautiful day. I laughed. I laughed too. Every day, you yes, know. I laughed too. Uh, took care of the kids. You know, my kids are grown, which is a good thing. When your kids turn over and they're grown now, you know, you get you get a lot of your life back. The only one who's not grown is somebody who's sitting here. We won't mention please any names. But side note, we should have went out and snatched kids candy bags today. Let's throw the feeling. You know what I mean? Let's throw the feeling. It's 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 nothing like bonding. Yeah. And because yeah. there's nothing more horrifying than a kid walking 80 blocks. Yeah. He got Snickers. He got Reese's. He got Twizzlers. The bag is so heavy he could barely walk. And here I come <laughs> to snatch. Yeah. That's a horror story. Not the mask and goons and goblins. No. And I can't even run them. I'll be walking real fast. I'm old <laughs> and shit. But it would be so funny. So <clears throat> that's what we should have did. Yeah, we should have. That's the father and son thing. As a matter of fact, next next year, I'm putting it out there now. If you are 25 and older and you want to go snatch kids candy bags, we'll get a committee going and we'll just have the most fun you've ever had Thanks. in your life. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the donation, Deep House Nation. Yes. Uh, we'll send some more when I get some reparations. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Every bit counts. So, yeah, um, I'm looking to snatch kids' candy bags. I remember um, Hall- I remember Halloween was like a, especially in New York City, that was like, that was really doomsday. That was doomsday. Yeah. Especially if you was a freshman. Wasn't that freshman day in high school? No, nah, freshman Friday is usually the first Friday. Okay, okay, the first when Friday. You, yeah, when you get to But school. Halloween, you could get it. Halloween, yeah, Halloween, people was getting buck 50 and all that. Yeah, and I was a bus driver for the city, so they would. that would be a perfect day because what you would do is, I'm giving it up now since I'm retired. <laughs> Some days you hit yourself with eggs, and then you got to <laughs> take your bus out of service. Be like, oh, man, you know, I got hit. All right, but I was going home and get cleaned up. Yeah, so those are some of the things you do as a bus driver, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I didn't know that. Oh, no. C- come on. Kids throw, throw shit at the bus all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Infinite uh, Affinity. Shout, Shout out, out from Houston. Houston. Yo, Houston. y'all had that championship, son. I'm not going to lie. I was rooting against Houston because they beat the Yankees. True, true. But I thought they were the better team. I thought they had the better hitters and they had three ace pitchers. Okay. And for some reason... The Nationals appear, appear to be a team of destiny. Uh, we talked about this on Eli's podcast. The Weight Podcast. The Weight. So I'm plugging it in now because we asked our followers to get him up to 1,000. I think we got him up to 750. Seven, yeah. Around. You know, from 600 to 750 or something. So shout out to our subscribers. The link is in the description below to subscribe to The Weight Podcast. You know, show some love. That's, uh, you know. Garan Diamond, appreciate you. Peace from Kansas City. Purchase the book. Appreciate that support. So we're trying to get Eli up to a rack. Up to a thousand. You know what I mean? So if you haven't already subscribed to his channel, uh, subscribe to it. The kid know his sports. He know his media, his culture, and he goes in. Yes. So let's get to it, man. <clears throat> oh, oh, these shirts. Oh, these are nice, right? That's These are the classic. This is the classic joint. Yeah. Right? I'm feeling like a classic, man. Pause. 
and uh, Malcolm has on the walk on the goal. You know what I mean? That's tough. That's tough. Man. That's tough. You can visit shopurbanx.com. Malcolm has his waves back. Let's clap that up. Oh, talk- let's, let's- He's looking wavy. Let's talk about it, man. Talk- I see it. I'm, I'm listen, back, man. I recognize. I'm back, man. Like, it was... I got one bad haircut. That's what ruined it. And, yeah, that'll do it. It was one bad haircut. They go against the grain or something? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what he was on. And then, like, set me back, like, six months. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back, Facts. though. But you are back. I'm back, though. And that is definitely from your mother's side of the family. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you couldn't do that. Yeah. With, with my DNA. You couldn't do that. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. So, um, let's get down to it. We got a busy, busy show. We got a lot to cover. Let's go. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Okay, so first, uh, when the show ended last week, we were we were talking about um, Kanye's <laughs> new album, Jesus is King. It was supposed to be dropping like right after our show. Right, right. And it didn't. Remember, he was supposed to drop at midnight, and it did not. He kept telling people it's out, and then he went on... Was it the Jimmy Kimmel show and said, yo, it's out right now, and he it was, was lying. not out. Everybody Absolutely. He was lying. Everybody was pissed. So it finally came out. You know, I went to sleep next next day around like twelve ish, like twelve in the afternoon. It came out. Right, right. And um, it was like fourteen songs. The whole album was like twenty seven minutes. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it a few times. Okay, you was able to get through it a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, a couple of times. It was a short album. Okay, okay. Every song was like two minutes. And yeah, nah, I wasn't. Come on now, don't hate. No, nah, listen, you know what's crazy? So the first track... Jesus is King, don't so hate. The, so the first track, I forgot the name of it. It didn't have Kanye on it at all. It was right, it's like, like a, 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 a choir. A choir, yes. And I liked it. I was like, okay, this is just... I feel like... Uh, I think I'm going to like where this is going. Mm-hmm. And it just... It, it was weak to me. So what parts of it were weak for you? Well, the lyrics for sure. Okay. He didn't spend enough time on his lyrical game. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think... Um, this and I think this is a larger point to the whole album. I think he was trying to have a cushion with it being a gospel album, so you can't really like criticize the lyrics. Soft like, landing, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a larger point to the album. But uh, the production was pretty good. Like some of those beats were hard, right? But um, as far as like a gospel hip hop album, when I think of like gospel hip hop, or even when I thought about him doing a gospel hip hop album, I'm thinking like Ultralight Beam, yes, songs like tracks like that, and then. Because even though I'm not Christian, like those songs like made me like feel something. I'm like, yeah, whoa. Yeah, sure, so I sure. thought it would be in the same vein. Because music is universal. And it wasn't. You know what I mean? Joe Fro. Joe Fro, appreciate that. Isaiah Bryant, you already know what it is, man. Your continued love and support is always there. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I thought it was weak. They, um, had, they had the clips on there. They weren't rapping about drugs. Like I couldn't get with it. Right, yeah. Like, you know, rap about cocaine. But but gospel cocaine, yeah. gospel like, cocaine, like, sure, sure. I like that. Like, like Jesus is always watching me. I got the bag. You can never, you know, what I'm saying you yeah, gotta. Yeah, yeah, I don't it. know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, because for the pimps and hustlers, Jesus walks with them, yeah. as he said, and Jesus walked yeah. right. So they would have had a leeway to just spit that spit. And still say Jesus walks with them. And Malice sounds like he hasn't been in the booth in a while. He hasn't. He sounds like he was a little robotic, off, right? Off, off tempo, yeah. off key. Um, again, I thought it was a soft landing to do. A, 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 that's not even a gospel album. That's more of a Christian rap thing. I got you. Now, <clears throat> prior to that, and I want to say this for my Christian brothers and sisters, I loved Ultralight Beam. Mm-hmm. I love Jesus walks. Yep. I love Father stretch my arms out. Mm-hmm. Even on the on the um 
on the seven song joint one, song number five, uh, was uh, him and uh, Cuddy was also a joint. And I love number three on this album, which was Follow God. I think everybody liked that one. I think that was the one. That's the hard one. Yeah. When that came on, I said, if the rest of the album yeah, is think- like this, this is going to be crazy. And then it went more into a Christian, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, a, a rap album. His prior albums were rap albums sprinkled with Christianity. This was a Christian album sprinkled with rap. Yeah. So he's trying to reverse the polarity. He's trying to renew himself again, as always. Now, I want to say all of that to say, you don't have to follow, you don't have to join him in this journey. This is Kanye West's personal journey to find himself. He's confused. Mm-hmm. He's disoriented. He's, he's taken oaths that me and you know nothing about. He's trying to backtrack. He's hoping that Jesus can save him. And little do he know, he's running further and further into the hands of the Illuminati by speaking that Jesus talk. All of that's coded for Satan mm. and, and other things. So Mace did the same thing. It's just that Mace didn't go and try to use a musical platform. But Mace, at the height of who he was, ran down to Atlanta and started preaching, trying to escape. Loon... Yeah. Also from Bad Boy, uh, went back into his Islamic faith. We could go into a whole list of Bad Boys. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. of course, Craig Mack yeah. uh, went into a, a cult-like thing and, and Shine uh, uh, returned to his faith. So it's something about Bad Boy that will return you to your faith. Now, what I felt about the album overall, um, of course, when I looked at the staircase looking at this album, I think this is the cover for the... Like the, the documentary, he's like a stairway to heaven. He's using blue. Mm. Uh, you know, I thought about the blue lodge of Freemasonry. Blue is an illusionary color mm. uh, because blue represents consciousness, but it also represents the sea. Uh, blue is a royal color in the Bible. Mm. Blue represents the people. It's a lot that goes on with the color blue. Of course, the gold, you know, representing certain aspects of things. And I believe Kanye, of course, I already broke it down. Go get my book, Hip Hop Decoded. He's the king of the West. He's done went to, from, from that to being Horace, to being he is God, to returning. And he also mentioned his $68 million that he received from returning back to Christ. So th- there's a lot going on with Kanye West. And I've always been the one that said, listen to the music, right? Because right. the music is the purest form of somebody's message. I don't have to follow your politics. I'm listening to your music. And this is the first time that the music didn't hit me. I believe Red Pill called it a Frisbee. <laughs> I think the shit is a Frisbee. You know what I mean? Um, it's a, a, a feeble attempt to gather low vibrating individuals who truly believe in their faith. So I'm not dissing the Christian faith. And Kanye being somebody uh, 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 that they can look up to to segue and now he's got these churches where he's making a lot of money. Yeah, he's selling he's selling um, a, lot a lot of merchandise. And it's it's real just Jesus is king in little letters that right. you're gonna sell for right. fifty dollars. And, and 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 remember the Christian faith And I think uh uh Chris Jenner is a part owner of one of those churches. Okay, okay. Chris Jenner? Yeah. Is that not his name no more? No, that's yeah, it's Bruce and Caitlin. Oh, it's Caitlin. Chris, Chris Jenner is the wife. Oh, oh, Chris Jenner's the wife. Okay. So that that wouldn't surprise me because she manages a lot of people. Uh, It's a lot of tax breaks. 
That's where Donald Trump comes in. You know what I'm saying? If you run these kind of businesses, you know, and you're making an X amount of money, Donald Trump is a beneficiary of those who make a lot of money. That's why you never hear the super duper rich really complaining about Trump because of the tax breaks they get. But back to the music. I listened to it three times and beyond Follow God and maybe the Water Song and a few others that I tried to listen to in their context. It, it, it really never moved me. And this is the first Kanye album. And it wasn't because it was a Christian thing. Because I was trying to like I it. I said Ultralight Beam, Jesus Walks, all of those songs really hit me. And I didn't have to be a Christian to really appreciate them. But this to me was a feeble attempt on his part. He's confused. I Remember, think, he lost his mom. He's going through a lot. If you watch some of his interviews now, because like, he's been going on a press run, he looks disheveled. Like, he's talking because Jesus, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And remember. He just looks like really just out of it. And see, the diet woke piece, every time you, you latch on to something new that you think you know, you can tell he don't read. He, people give him way too he much don't credit. Read. So okay, so he somebody can be a musical genius and I think we all agree that Kanye musically is super inclined. Absolutely. So I'm always leaning on the side of the music. Right. But if you're expecting him to say something intelligent, like formally intelligent out of his mouth when it comes to any social pol- political economic thing, you're not going to get they, it. And and then that's a reflection on you. Right, right, right. In this day and time, yeah. we're coming into 2020. And if you're going to latch on to Kanye yeah. and he's got these massive crowds who are following him around. But one thing about Kanye, he believes in himself. Mm-hmm. He truly believes that shit he's talking. Well, he has a lot of and this a lot of his fan base, a lot of like yes men that, that whatever, like whatever he does. Yes. Like and his, his speaking fan, of that, he has something called Yeezyanity. I don't know. Listen, with his fan base, Beyonce's fan base, uh, Nicki Minaj's fan base, like they just have like such blind cult followings. And somebody said, Rainman said he looks fake happy, which is true. Look into his eyes. You don't see pure happiness and joy in this man's face. This man is under a lot of pressure. Uh, remember, there's still a war with him and Jay-Z. It's a silent war. And I think Jay-Z's silence is killing him. Yes, mm-hmm. Jay-Z's not responding to yeah. him the way I think he feels Jay-Z should. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in his mind and we don't want to overlook the mental illness uh, uh, process. Yes? Right. The mental illness aspect of this that plays a role in this. But Christians, I understand you forgive and there are a lot of people caping for him, but we're coming into 2020 and even as a Christian, Everybody's got to step their game up and, and rid themselves of things that are no longer working for them. So let Kanye be on Kanye's journey. You don't have to walk that journey with him because he's using Jesus's name as something that can open doors for him. Right. Listen to the music, uh, uh, partake in the parts you want, but you don't have to. That's really a choice uh, that you're making. Facts. Facts. And then he said that um, he got a $68 tax return. $68 million. $68 million tax return. Aaron Cromatic, appreciate you. And he said that was because uh, God wanted him to have it. Something, something along those lines. Right. Which which lends back to the point, like, this is well, really well, just a shell tax. For, well, that's tax what reasons. all of the televangelists yeah. say. God wants me to have a private jet. <laughs> yeah. And, and that doesn't make any yeah. sense. What would Jesus do with a private jet? Well, it's so you... 
could spread his word all across the world. Oh, okay. So his word doesn't vibrate where people just know his word. Yeah, he need you to do it. See? He need you to fly around yeah. in private jets. Yeah, that's what Creflo Dollar said. And, and and stay in fancy hotels. Okay, okay. Creflo Dollar said. Yeah, that's what Creflo said, right? Yeah. Got you. Got you. So we're gonna keep our eye on that, but this is the first dud I feel that because I, I didn't buy into the name. I said Jesus is king is a title. Uh, you know what I mean? If he manifested because I like what uh, Blue Pill and Just B did with Christ Consciousness, uh, which it. we'll get to, you know, eventually, because I I need to review that album. I've just been overwhelmed where they're speaking about the Christ in you, you being able to activate the higher self. Yeah. So when I heard Jesus is king, I said, okay, let's see what Kanye goes with this. Gotcha. You know, and he, he, he kept it real, real Christian. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X Somebody said I'm in the wrong business Facts Facts <laughs> Facts So um, I watched the uh, My Name is Dolomite Oh Wow Joint on uh, Netflix Yes And I really enjoyed it It was tough Yeah like, I can watch that again Like it was really dope That was tough It was funny It was informative It was inspirational All that All of it Yeah Yes It was dope I liked it I liked it not okay. sure how accurate it was, but you're not. Oh, uh, oh no. Um, so if that was your first time getting into Dolomite, yeah, and under, excuse me, understanding who Dolomite was, then I thought it was. First of all, the movie was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I thought it was I great. I thought Wesley Snipes stole the show. That's just me. Maybe because I, I haven't seen Wesley on camera in a while. Mm. Uh, with all the tax things he was going through, and he wasn't playing a gangster. Uh, this was uh, a, hold on. Shout out to Free World Boss. Thank you. Free World. Bo oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Peace, peace. Appreciate that support. Really do. So, um, I thought um, there's so many layers to this Dolomite. I I, I didn't want to cut you off. I wasn't sure. No, no. I'm like, yeah, that's that's all I had because I was I didn't grow up on Dolomite. Right, right. So only was, time I saw like heard of him because um it was an episode on Martin where he like it was like the players ball and like yes. he brought all of them. He had uh, Rudy Ray Moore. He had um the guy that plays Huggy Bear. Yeah, yeah, Huggy Bear. Yeah. And that, so, so this movie, uh, for me and for people my age who remember Dolomite, um, it represented so much. First of all, Eddie Murphy was doing a ritual. He bodied that. And he was doing a ritual. And he was doing a ritual because he's about to mirror what Rudy Ray Moore went through, maybe not in the same circumstances, because it was predicated on an old, washed-up recording artist, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. who was trying to redefine himself. And Rudy Moore uh, building his shit off the dirt was critical. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Him believing in himself was critical. Me not knowing that Dolomite character wasn't his. Right. I did not know that. So even I learned something. Him sitting down with all the winos to get his stand-up act together was, uh, you know, classic. It was classic because that's how comedians got their swag. Eddie Murphy sat and listened to Richard Pryor mm -hmm. and Red Fox and the other ones and added his own twins to it, of course, to create his own character. And it's fitting that this is Halloween because what Dolomite was showing you is that you can become somebody other than yourself. When he told girlfriend, nah, feel my head. This mm -hmm. ain't mine. This ain't me. This is an act yeah. I'm putting on. I thought that was critical because that became the basis for a lot of these rappers. 
You know what I mean? Who are acting. They are not who they say they are. They are creating avatars, as I've always spoke about. And if you believe in the avatar that they've created, they're able to reap the benefits of that. You know what I mean? Right. It or like I said, Eddie Murphy's doing a ritual because he's trying to make a return after so many years of people your generation and younger don't even know who he is. Yeah, or know who that he is, but not as a stand-up comedian. No way, yeah. No way. Right? No way. Not as a stand-up in his prime. So he's gonna reactivate the ritual by going all the way back to Saturday Night Live. He's going back to the beginning, to the essence. So this movie by paying homage. And he's redoing um he's doing um Coming Back to America. Coming going, to America. Yeah, coming to America. So he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right? And and it's brilliant. Because paying homage is nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And telling Rudy Moore's story in this capacity. And you know, I didn't know he financed his own movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When not even the black exploitation uh, you know, companies would give him a shot. I didn't know, you know what I mean? He did all of those things. I didn't know Dolomite was a character that wasn't his. Yeah. I didn't know he got all of his jokes. And it's very similar to a couple of things that have happened in my own life. All right? So in hip-hop, in the early stages of hip-hop, to get backstage, you had to carry the records. Like, if you wasn't a DJ or one of the MCs or you was down, the only way you got backstage or got back behind the ropes, because we're talking jams in the park, was you had to participate in carrying records. A lot of people don't know this, but that's how Grandmaster Flash got his start with Smokey and the Smokatrons. And the Lockatrons were some groups from his era that, and I will say this, and this may piss some people off, they were doing the backspin before Flash. Flash gets credit for it, but he sat and watched Smokey and them put vinyl cut cardboards under the records and then spin records back and do that before Flash got credit for doing that. But he sat at the foot of those and watched and then added his own spiel on to that. Mm. It's a great documentary by Almighty KG. Uh, called, I forget what it's called, but it's about Smokey and the Smokatrons and a few of those mm. elders who they know Flash as Joseph. Right, they didn't even his his name wasn't even Flash yet. It was Joseph, right? And he sat at the foot and learned. So, I say that to say when it was time for me to start doing lectures, I sat at the foot of the masters: Phil Valentine, Bobby Hammond, Henry D. Bernardo, C. Freemanel, Steve Coakley, and the equivalent of carrying the crates was me being able to put on these events and introduce them. Yo, that, that, that was big mm. because that meant I got to go backstage and see Phil Valentine as Philip Valentine. What maybe that essence what most of y'all didn't see. Not a different character, but just you get to see them relaxed in relaxed mode, dealing with regular issues. So when it was time for me to step out on stage, my whole breakdown, go watch my first one, is really an ode to them. You know what mm. I mean? I watched the way they took eight hours and condensed it into two hours. And they did it by being funny, insightful, uh, engaged the crowd. And what I noticed about Phil Valentine in particular, no question was a dumb question. You know how you, you get intimidated when you hear Phil and Bobby, yeah, I really want to ask. Phil had a great way of making your question, no matter how mundane it may seem, mm. be important. I noticed that Bobby Hammett, 
would spend a lot of time after the lecture, after he did his piece, after he got paid one-on-one -on -one and speaking spirituality to people. So when it was my time to step out and, and, and do my act, you know what I'm saying? It was filled with that and that became an ode to them. Yeah. If you watch Panic, you'll see a lot of Bobby in Panic. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure everybody can agree with that. Of course, Panic puts his own, you know, his own sauce on it. So I'm, I'm not knocking that. But it is an ode to the ones who came before us because there's always somebody that came before you and somebody who taught you and somebody you can learn from. So when I watch this movie of Rudy Ray Moore, I see Eddie paying homage. He mentioned Red Fox. He mentioned uh, Pigmeat Martin, which a lot of people don't know was rapping before we considered it rap. You talked about him in your Science of Mumble Rap piece. Right, my Science of Mumble Rap piece. Yes, I, I spoke about that. So, you know, we think this hip-hop thing started in 73. It's impossible. It started way before that. But that current vibration... The sauce we put on it started in 73. Mm. But the spoken word, Rudy Moore, uh, 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 the, the Last Poets, Pig Meat Martin, a lot of them were already rapping on top of beats in their own little style, but we didn't consider it hip-hop because there weren't break beats playing. There wasn't two turntables. Dolomite was rapping. He was... And Dolomite was rapping. Yeah. So our old, you know, that's yeah. where we get it from. So everybody has learned from somebody. So I thought it was an amazing, amazing movie on Eddie's part to do that, to reintroduce himself to a new audience. Yeah, he looked like he didn't miss a day. Right, because he's a master. Yeah. He's a master. So I'm, I'm just waiting to see what he has to say on stand-up now. I don't know. Right, right. So now that he has children, because yeah. he said... The reason he apologized before is because he didn't have children. And when you don't have children, you might say some real off-the-wall things. And then you have children and you experience more. Mm -hmm. Right? True. Your whole stand-up should be about your experiences. That's why Kevin Hart is so successful. You know what I'm saying? He may not be able to do a lot of voices and this and that. But he can tell you about his experiences with his children. Yeah. And, and that's what my ghetto Cosby stories are about. In essence, things I've went through, so we all have a story to tell. So I just wanted to say that I thought Eddie did a great job. I enjoyed it. We can nitpick certain pieces and this and that, but I thought Wesley Snipes, it was good to see him. And all the comedians, he had Mike Epps in there, yeah. uh, the guy Key and uh, Peel. Uh, you know, he really, he really put some things together uh, in that movie. And he lived to be 81 years old, so he lived a full life. Side note, they said his daughter... Is on welfare. Yeah. And she's upset because she hasn't received any dividends from the movie. Well, is she like in charge of his estate? Like, I don't know if he has an estate, but she has his will. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them, they, they, they died broke. I don't know. For somebody in the chat may know what, you know, I'm not his gonna end lie. story was. That's what I thought. I'm glad the movie didn't end that way. Right. Right, like I'm that, glad it didn't crash. Yeah, I was like, oh it, man, it, it, it ended on his apex. Yeah, and him seeing people appreciate, you know, his art and things of that nature. You can create your own lane. Yeah, I thought that's what I thought it was about to do. I'm like, oh, I don't want to see. Right, this. no, but see that that would screw up the ritual. Yeah, for Eddie, Eddie's got to take that apex energy and and springboard it into something that's going to lead him down a greater path. You are tuned into the sounds. Of Urban X. So go watch that. That was a great movie. Yes, definitely go watch that. Dolomite is my name. 
Dolomite. Goddamn Dolomite. So, um, yesterday it was, uh, the Breakfast Club did an interview with uh, businessman and entrepreneur Byron Allen. Yes. And I thought that was probably the most important interview they've ever done. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah. So, um, I first heard about Byron Allen, I want to say three three to four years ago, whenever uh, Birth of a Nation came out, because I remember when the movie was coming out and it was reported that um, a black man outbid um, Fox Searchlight for the for the rights to put out the movie, I was like, "Who the hell had the bread to do to, that to, to outbid them?" So I started looking him up, and then I looked him up, and then I wanted to like the next year he wound up purchasing uh, the Weather Channel for three hundred million. Mm-hmm. And um, for some people that came out of nowhere, but for since like my antennas was up on him already, that right. was just kind of like okay, right? right. And um, a lot of and then he's going through this big court case right now against Comcast that we've spoken about on this podcast yes. before, but. As far as the interview went, I thought it was masterful. Like, yes, he gave it. Give me some bullet points. He gave first of all, he gave it all the way up on his upbringing, um, how he had to be innovative even as an eleven-year-old child to bring Absolutely. food home to his mom. Absolutely. Um, how he was getting money from the shopping carts and yes. Uh, then he also this for the people who have uh, read uh, Malcolm Gladwell's The Outliers, right? How sometimes you can be in a perfect place that it's it kind of creates the perfect storm of who you are so his mom wound up doing an internship at uh was it nbc nbc he wound up being able to sit and watch all because these... she couldn't afford a babysitter right so she he had to stay there he, he had to, he could he was able to watch all these up-and-coming uh comedians or late night talk show hosts weather channel hosts sports telecasters and he was able to kind of take all of that and package it to where he is now, he able he was able to learn the show business as well at a young age. Absolutely. So I thought that was really really dope. Charlemagne and Envy, um, they were really really interested in how he made his money. I was too. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I think anybody anybody. Those, uh, but I think that was, Charlemagne was in, in in control as much as he possibly could be because you know Charlemagne could be a little uh, yeah. obnoxious no matter who you are. Mm-hmm. So I thought he respected him enough. To allow Byron to speak his piece. Yeah. Um, and then he... Um, the way he spoke about money, I thought it was really, really dope. And I think just that... It was like a four-minute piece of him just going in about, like, yo, don't be afraid of money. Let money come to you. I think that was worth the watch alone. Yes. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? It was... Re- and um, then him talking about the uh, look, the the the... The court case against Comcast and I forgot the other. Yeah, yeah. It was Comcast and something else. Somebody else. Somebody in the chat room will let us know. Yeah, Comcast and something else. And um, I didn't realize, like, I realized the ramifications behind it. I didn't realize the ramifications to that magnitude. To that magnitude, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I realized it was important, but that coming up, that's coming up November 15th. And that's like, that, that's going to be like a landmark day. Yes. So, what'd you think? Um, I agree with everything you said. And I had to. Apologize to Byron Allen, who I've never met, because when you think about a black billionaire with a white wife, the first thing I thought was, oh, he grew up privileged, probably one of these black guys who've never had anything to do with the black experience. Why are those Negroes always sad? Why don't those Negroes just go get a job? Pull up your bootstraps. Pull up your bootstraps and do what I did. And then when I got his story, 
I got his story that he got everything out of and off of the dirt, even as a 10-year-old kid, because it reminded me, um, I lost it in here, you know what I'm saying? Because it reminded me of when I had to go squeegee. I had to go to George Washington Bridge as a 10, 11, and 12-year-old and squeegee cars because my mother couldn't afford to get me sneakers. And she had a drug habit. So I was locked in between a position of, I don't want my mother to get high, but I know she needs it so she can feel good. So imagine the weight of a 12 and 13 year old kid who's watching his mother, who's got the highest IQ in his family, brilliant, read, study is worldly, but she's in the corner right now in pain because she needs something that I know is gonna kill her and I gotta go out and get it for her. Do you understand the magnitude? Yeah. So when he spoke about having to bring home a dollar after, you know, all these shopping carts, you know, to, that was his contribution. So his family, him and his moms can have food. It resonated. So it told me that this wasn't a privileged black man, right? Mm -hmm. And then when I sat and listened to him for an hour, I closed my eyes just to feel his vibration. And I felt a nigger, a field nigger. And I want to say that, and that's going to throw some people off because he has a white wife, and that's who he chose to marry. This goes back to what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago when we said we're waiting for the perfect person to come lift us and deliver us out of this shit we're in, and we're going to have to take, you know, never throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're going to have to accept some things because there are a lot of prominent black people in Hollywood in Washington and all of these places who got white wives. That's just what it is, right? Now, do they have white wives because they're trying to distance themselves and forget they're black? Or did they just happen to fucking fall in love with some white woman and never forgot who they were? Because what, what impressed me about this interview, as he was talking about, um, he started talking about Obama and then he was talking about helping... Um, black people He said not minorities He clarified that he and, I thought, clarified. and I thought that was important That was important He said not minorities I'm talking about black people Who are the lowest On the toting pole You know what I mean yeah. So he said And he he basically Stopped short of saying Obama didn't do shit Yeah I think, right? they, I think they stopped him on purpose Right So they kind of like Changed the subject yeah. on Because they're good at that So I had a newfound respect For him Yeah and, you know, you can take that any way you want to take it. I'm not going to say I can't give this man his props, $3 billion. He's fighting Comcast by himself. Mm -hmm. All of these prominent black people are scared. And then he talked, and then he also mentioned all these uh, civil, rights uh, civil rights organizations that are scared to side with him because they're getting money from Comcast. And he said clearly, I'll give you the money that Comcast is giving you. When he said that, that's the boss's shit yeah. I ever heard. He said, he I'll replace that. Completely. He said, I'll replace that. Yeah. So, so if we have black people in positions who are saying, I'm not trying to take food out of your mouth. I'm going to give you some bread. Yeah. Then what's the problem? When do we? And he kept saying shit like I burned my knee pads years ago. So I got a different outlook on Byron Allen from what he was saying and again, you feel what you feel. If you put up a mental block that says he has a white wife so he can't help you, then that's the mental prison you put yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll start peeling back names of celebrities and artists and athletes and politicians, and we'll be here a long fucking time. 
Not, right? We're not, and we're not saying, we're not like. I'm not promoting, promoting that. that. We're not promoting that either. I, I, I'm simply saying sometimes we gotta look through things to see if we have allies in places that we didn't think we had an ally. You understand? And I don't get the I, I didn't get the point that he was about himself. You know what I mean? I really got the point. And when he spoke about Dr. King yes, and yeah. Dr. King's wife, Coretta Scott, Coretta Scott yeah. and what her mission was and the four D's and the last B, D being. Uh, it was. Uh, wait, what was the four a, a Developing economics or something. Yeah. Uh, I know the last one was about economics yes. and really dealt with. Um, that's the final frontier for black people. We don't have our economic game together. On a whole nother level, we don't understand money. We don't understand how to access money. It's not our fault. Our enemy has a 300-year head start of free labor. Mm -hmm. He mentioned that. Yep. You, the, the, all the free labor they got is, is to make them wealthy, not to share the wealth with you, right? Yep, right? So even if today we were on an even kill with white people, we still don't have 300 years of free labor. Who the hell going to give us 300 years of free labor? So we are at a disadvantage on so many levels. So we have to find ways to get a seat at the table. And when the opportunity presents to create our own table, I'm fine with that too. Because he mentioned the Negro leads. Like, I'm not trying to play in the Negro leads. Like, to have, oh, that's cute. Black people got their little thing on the side. But are we making an economic impact globally? Or are we still being seen as niggas globally? This ties back into the Tyler Perry speech about when we spoke about how important a movie studio is. He understood. He said that as well. And he yeah. said that. He said he approached yeah. a white man and said to him, how would you like me yeah. to control the image of your daughter and how she saw herself and how she felt about herself and how she, you, you know what I mean? And he said, I wouldn't. He said, I wouldn't. Yeah. So it brings yeah. us back to the point where us understanding we have to control our own images. Right. And before we can go all black and awake, we got to get in the game. Awaken D says dismiss, discredit, um, demonize, destroy. That was the right. Four D's. Right. Those are the four D's. Right. Which I thought. Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. And it, it broke down. But the last piece, when we understand economics, that we can grease off our politicians. And he talked about that, too. He talked about it. This, this, this is what the game is. If we don't have money to grease off politicians and we're going to march, we're going to lose. And he was telling Al Sharpton and them, all right, they gave you $250,000. I'll give you that. Just side with me. Rock with me so we can get this because this case is going to be precedent because yeah. of the uh, law, civil, rights. civil rights of 1866 yeah. and the nerve of Comcast mm -hmm. to take a stand to try to roll us back to those situations. And, and they're using all these loopholes and it has to be 100% Proven that it's because you black and it's a whole bunch of things going on. So long story short, I just had a newfound respect for Byron Allen and what he's doing. And all I say to you is, what are you doing? That's all. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing besides don't get on your keyboard and just throw shots? What are you doing to impact us globally? You know what I mean? And I think he's doing that. Yes, sir. And I don't. I, and it ain't perfect. Neither is Tyler Perry. None of us are perfect, right? So we got to get out of this perfect shit that we're waiting for a perfect whirlwind to come by and change reality for us because it's not going to happen. Not in this lifetime.
You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, there was a few. There was a few other things um, that I saw from that interview as well. That uh, um, I thought it was like really interesting. He talked about the black um, collegiate black college sports network. Right. He he a black college sports and network. And he said that was the reason why he was he even took on this case in the first place. Because that was gonna give a lot of money to black colleges. Because yeah. a lot of people don't realize like the sports bring money to the schools because they have these T V deals. Absolutely. And when he said it's seventy billion dollars and we get less than one percent of that in positions of control. Not black people faces, not faces. See, that's the illusion. The illusion is you see a lot of black faces. Yeah. No, we're talking ownership. We're talking to be able to sit in the boardroom. And he also mentioned the whole board is white men. It ain't even 60% of the population mm. is women. The women don't even have a voice in these situations. And please do not tell me this is not important. Image is everything in this realm that we live in, especially this artificial matrix yeah. that they've created. So they know what they're doing. And he also told that amazing story of how that white uh, executive... I thought that was another important point. That ...looked out for him because you got an opportunity has to meet doors that are open or people who are willing to open doors for I you. I thought that was important because, like, um, a lot of people on YouTube, a lot of people in this, I guess, black space... A lot of people, they, they want to talk about like being 100% independent and stuff like that on YouTube, but we don't own YouTube. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, in a sense, a white person opened the door for you to be able to spread your message on YouTube. So, you weren't 100% independent. Absolutely. He had to have a friend in a really high place to open some doors for him, for him to be able to get those uh, television stations. Because he said he made 150 thousand calls something crazy he just kept making calls and then the white guy told him they laughing at you mm -hmm. he said they making jokes about yeah. you you know what i mean but i got something for them yeah right and open up doors and said listen if you want your shows renewed this is what it is you better do business with byron so we have to have opportunities because this is what i'm tired of let's just start our own nfl league and 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 sometimes you got to say something loud out, not in your head. Yes, but you in, gotta say it loud in, in a private room. Though. In a private room, and hear that <laughs> shit you just said, yeah. without thinking about all the things that go with that. You gotta have hotels. You gotta have uh, uh, airplanes, private jets. You gotta have medical staff. The complete staff. You gotta have uh, uh, so much. You gotta have stadiums built. TV. TV deals. TV. You deals. gotta have. Do you know how long it, it'll take? Six hundred years. For black people to own all of that. So when you make a statement like that, it sounds ignorant. You know, it sounds good, like a hopamine. It makes you feel good, but it's not based in reality. Even Ice Cube has a three-on-three -three tournament. Yeah, we just saw the AAF, who were owned by white people, Four. go under. It fell. In under a year. In under one year. It didn't even last a year. It went half a year. So we have to start being real. We have to start looking at this from a realistic standpoint mm -hmm. and go, all right, we need to get in the game, learn the game. That's another thing I want to talk about. And I've said it before on this platform, we're quick to say start your own business, and a lot of us don't know how. A lot of us are learning how. We're here learning how because our enemies had a 300-year head start on us. So we're learning the basics. 
even about money, which we're gonna get into right. when we get into our commercial, right? In a, in a, in a little bit, right? Actually. So, because you know, we we put the thing out with DJ the Money Coach yeah. as a offering, so that and we didn't get enough people signed, so we're gonna do this one more time. No, he was busy this week, but he was busy. Yeah. But I, when I looked at the outcome, I need more people yeah. to understand the value of ninety nine dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you can put down on yeah. something that can last you a lifetime. You know what I mean? Something you can sit down with with your family and not be afraid to say, I don't know. You know, because my son stopped talking to me about Bitcoin and this and that. And I'm honest, I, I, I don't know. I can't pick up the algorithm of that. But I'm willing to learn. Right. So we have to be in positions to learn. And that's where we are with this. So I guess we're going to go into commercial. Let's go into commercial right Let's now. Let's go into commercial right now. We'll be right back. Got to pay some bills. You know how pay some bills. Hello, everybody. This is DJ The Money Coach. I'm here to announce our next worldwide webinar on October 30th. It's going to be the best webinar that you've ever been exposed to, thanks to Black Dot and Malcolm. What are you going to find out and what are you going to learn and how are you going to be impacted on October 30th? You're going to learn what the seven spheres of money is. What is the seven spheres of money? That's accounting, banking, real estate, financial planning, estate planning, legal. These things you're operating in on a regular basis, but you're not maximizing. Once you learn about the seven spheres of money, we're going to teach you what's called family finance one-on-one. We're going to teach you 136 principles of financial success, how to get yourself consumer debt free, start emergency fund, maximize your 403B plan, maximize your 401k plan, maximize the custodial Roth IRA for your children, get dividend stock, maximize your Roth IRA. Once you do that, we're going to teach you what's called working and winning. Working and winning is actually teaching you how to navigate and maximize your benefits in corporate America. It teaches you from an HR perspective to employee perspective to a business owner perspective. You're going to learn that on October 30th, but the only way to learn is for you to register right now. Why should you be excited? Because over 80 people on the Urban Podcast platform have already participated in our first webinar. And out of those 80 people, 25 of them are working with us for the last three months, every month on a consistent basis. We've helped 10 of them increase their credit scores by over 50 points. We've helped five of them elevate to the 800 credit score mark. We help 10 of them increase their credit lines from $500 to over $3,500 per credit card, which gave them the benefit of decreasing their debt to income ratio, which catapulted their credit scores that will be sustainable with accountability program that they'll never go backwards. You need to have that program too. And once you master all of those things with the help of the seven spheres of money team, you're going to get a complimentary consultation worth $350 from our team. You're going to get a 16-page financial education report given to you by our team. Then we're going to teach you the ultimate land of freedom, which is ownership through what's called God assets and the three steps to success. That's going to help you to create corporations, which we've already helped five urban experts get the corporations started in the proper entity structure with a legal advisor, an accountant advisor, and also a financial planner. And once you do that, we're going to teach you how to buy real estate in the corporation veil, provide business to buy businesses in the corporate veil, and leverage the tax laws and the business laws across the country. And a bonus, the giveaway. We're going to give you the opportunity to meet a gentleman that's only 30 years of age that manages a $1 billion portfolio that I've been knowing for 10 years. He's the best friend of Patrick Patterson, the NBA basketball player that I met in Houston 10 years ago and took them through a brief part of the Family Finance 101 program. And out of all that said and done, we're going to help you get your own mortgages through us as an FDIC federal mortgage banker starting 11119. 
That's right. We are going to own our own mortgage bank across the country and you can get help by us with mortgages, refinances, credit lines, home equity lines of credit, construction loans. And if you're smart and you're ready and you're qualified, this is not a sales pitch. We'll help you open up your own satellite office or you can become a loan originator with us. And loan originators in America make on a part-time basis who are serious between $1,500 to $6,000 a month. This is our partner right now. And then to topple that out, we're going to teach you how the maximum people get wealth created through what's called private placements. That's right. We're going to own four of these corporate franchises and we're going to wrap it up in two weeks of December for $1.8 million purchase. So what are you waiting for? Register now. Over 80 people came through the first webinar. 25 have been working with us since. And we're going to have over 150 people in this webinar October 30th. Register now. Thank you, Black Dot. Thank you, Malcolm. This is DJ The Money Coach. I wish you a pom-pom lifestyle. That's plenty of money, peace of mind. God bless. Like I said, I wanted my money back by the first. If that money first. ain't there by the first, you know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 we're back. We're back. Uh, I'm the baddest man <laughs> in town. We're God back. We're back. So, yeah. Um, so, with that being said, I know you guys saw that um, the ad. You, you listened to that ad. We're going to reschedule the webinar for next week. And the people who have signed up, you, you're getting emails. You've gotten emails already. Yes. Updating you on what's going on. We just want to give some more people a chance to sign up. And... Um, we just want to get. I feel like this is a great opportunity, right? To learn business, to learn about your family finances first, and then he goes into business and things like that. And then you can choose to work with him on your own if that's your choice. We have some a lot of people within our community within this chat right now who are working with him on their own. On their own. So, so that's what we're saying. We're not saying uh, you you decide if it's worth continuing the process, but. Coming into 2020, when that vision is clear, right? Mm -hmm. The first person you got to look at is always self, as I'm always preaching that. Facts. Before you tell me what your problems are, Malcolm, I need to find out what your role is in that, because that's just the way we operate here, right? So, like I said, me not understanding, I'm a creator, so I can create anything, but me understanding how to manufacture, process, market, promote, uh, you know, do all that other stuff when you didn't when you didn't grow up in that background. It's a little intimidating. This is an opportunity to say, yeah, I need to get my shit together. So 2020, you got to shed a lot of things in 2020. Yes. You're going to have to shed friends. You're going to have to shed a lot because, again, the synchronicity of it is you're supposed to be clear vision, not this vision, not the optical illusion. You're supposed to have clear vision in 2020. You know what I'm saying? To know, all right, there's no benefit of me rocking with this person. Mm -hmm. There's no benefit of me rocking on this job. There's no, you know what I mean? And you're supposed to begin the process to shed and activate what has to be done. Side note, today we're in Mercury retrograde. It just started. Yes. So just be mindful of certain aspects. It's nothing to be intimidated by and think everything is going to go crazy with train, planes, and automobiles. But just be mindful Facts. of things that you need to do. And that's how we stay in sync, especially with the portholes mm. of both worlds being open over the next two or three days with the Day of the Dead and all the other stuff going on and goons and goblins and all of that shit. And the spirit well, light your candles, burn your incense, hit that sage, and hit that restart button. Because it's only 60 days. 
but you know, before the end of the decade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Starting tomorrow. Sick. Crazy. It's crazy. This shit is done. This shit is a wrap. So uh the the link is in the description below to the webinar. Um, once you sign up, you'll get an email uh, describing shit. Take four and five people and y'all put twenty dollars together and sit in on it, at least for the initial piece. And then, how many amongst y'all are willing to go forward? Everybody on their own. You can't. Come on, that's 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 some coffee and a fucking donut. Yeah, I th- for now you spend ninety nine dollars on just walking outside. Facts you know in this day and time. You know, feel me? So I feel like um, this would be a great investment for you. Yes for, if you, for the people who are listening For the people who are watching And yeah And another thing I want to say We're going to have a long podcast today So buckle down I'm just letting y'all know now We're in it And we in it Right Is Listen to your children Your children are more acclimated In this day and time than we are They understand the algorithms Shit They might understand Bitcoin If you show them the basics of that and we have to lean on our children a little bit more who just know that shit. Boom. I get my phone to Odyssey. Whenever there's a problem with the phone, I go fix this. And in 30 seconds, she hands it back. Mm. So don't sleep on the children who were born in a different era who can understand certain aspects of things. And because I'm trying to get paid in 2020. <laughs> Facts. Fuck that. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. You know what I'm saying. Uh, thank you, Rita. And said, so "Where can I download and purchase the intro song? It's no longer available." Uh, I, I'm gonna put the intro. I'm putting it in for right now. Yeah, it's right put it in there now. Right now, because people love that intro. I got you right now. You Man, it'd be dope if somebody could perform that. That'd be dope. facts. Yeah, that'd be. Dope. I might make a few calls. You know what I'm saying? I know some people that know some. Know people some people that know some people that rob some people. That rob some people. So I put it in the description. I put it in the chat for you just now. You know what I'm saying. Yes. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So yesterday, John Witherspoon passed away. Bang, bang, bang. Pops, yeah. Pops. Every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. It's like, the, that was like the most like random. Cause you know what's crazy? Because ever since like I've been alive, I feel like he's been old. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but yes. he's looked old. So yes. he's, I've gotten used to him looking healthy. Looking, looking old. old, absolutely. So when I found he passed, that just bugged me out because I feel like I just saw him like doing something somewhere. I yes, don't know. yes. Listen, our, our our condolences go out to him and his family. He's left his mark here, making us laugh. He's the pops of all pops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Coordinate, coordinate. You know what I'm saying? He's got so many one-liners. He's got so much that he's left as an artist yeah. that he's gonna be missed. And he's going to be well appreciated. And um, I was a little shocked too, but I didn't know he was 77. Yay. And, and, and 77 in black people time, and, and as hus- much hustling as he's been running around the country doing movies. True. You know, you, you never really, we don't have time to be sick. And yeah. you're talking to a sick motherfucker, right? I don't have time to be sick. Because mm. then the show, you know, my son need me here for this show. Facts, we need you on time. On time too, on time. right? So, um... I hope he got to finish the new Boondocks. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, uh, what they gonna I hope do? he did. I hope he did. I hope it's in the can, ready to go. Because I need another episode of him. You know, going like, in on I, Riley and what, them. What they gonna do? Because you, you can't replace him. You can't. You can't. That's like trying to replace uh, Mufasa. Mufasa. Yeah, you, you can't. You just can't do that shit. You know what I mean? So, I'm hoping uh, they got it done. At least 10, 15, 20 episodes or something. But again, shout out to John Witherspoon and his, his family. family. Word. 
and he's 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 gonna be missed, man. He's gonna be missed. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So the NCAA, uh, I think it was yesterday, they voted unanimously. I might add to uh, oh. allow players, allow college players to get paid off their likeness. Yes, clap that up. Yes. That's big. That's big. This is their last ditch attempt to keep these players around because the tide is changing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And enough people have spoken up. And it goes to show you the power of social media that we can use it to our advantage if it's a calculated effort. I think yes. I'll take this to another 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 level. I think it shows how important it is to work at something on a ground level, so state level first, because this happened in California first. Yes. And it forced other states to get in line, then it forced the NCAA to want them to get in the line first. And it forced them to look at the whole big picture. Yeah. And so now athletes, uh, you know, will... We'll, they can make a YouTube channel now. Right, they, they can could, make a... You, they can make... And they can maybe stay in college the extra year. Yeah. You get some players who know they're not ready to make the jump, mm-hmm. but the money is there. Now they go say, well, Sam, I'm making some bread. I can fine-tune my skill set because I'm from an era where you did at least three years of college and you came into the NBA, and I'm talking about the NBA in yeah. particular, a little bit more fine-tuned than these kids. These 18-year-old kids are coming in and they're in the locker rooms with these grown-ass men yeah. and you got to do grown-ass things and they're not ready for it and we put them on the court and expecting them to lead grown men. Now, there are outliers, of course. There's LeBron James, there's Kevin Garnett, there's a few other players. Kobe. Kobe, who came out, and they had the so-called it factor. But a lot of these kids, there's Allen Iverson, who did one year and came out and was ready to get it in. But most of them are not ready. Yeah. And most of them are coming from, uh, you know, impoverished backgrounds, and they're just looking at the dollars and cents and not, you know, getting their body physically ready to run up and down with men. So now I'm glad the NCAA has added that feature because you have three years of eligibility. I do. I can go back. Go back. (laughs) I can go back. Get that bread. You know what I'm saying? Stop playing. (laughs) You only play one year. You be a super senior. You don't pass all your classes. Yeah, yeah. But you be on the field. Super senior. You be on the field. And still smaller because these dudes. Is, oh no, you be but you be yeah. pumping Urban X. It's a, that's a fact. You be out there in the college campus pumping exactly. Urban X. That's a fact. Yes. I'm not going back to college. Yeah, know. yeah. Facts. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, Facebook has announced that they're launching a false information app. A false information app. F. I A. Okay, what does that mean? So, uh, um, Facebook and Instagram got a lot. They got a lot of backlash after the 2016 elections because of how easy it was, how easy um, it was for Russian intelligence to interfere with the elections and to influence with voters and and, and, know, and follow the trends and yes, spot trends. Yeah, with fake news and things like that. So now. Um, you know, uh, Mark Zuckerberg got grilled by the by the, um, the Congress and things like that. So now they're trying to uh, find like the best ways, I guess, to combat the spread of fake news. So now what they're doing, I don't know if this is going to work, though. Okay, okay. They have an uh, independent uh, group of people who will fact check some of these articles that go out. And then if it's deemed as fake news, they're going to flag it as fake news. But what about the government who's putting out fake news? Obama signed some kind of pact 
Maybe my people in the chat can tell me uh, which makes it legal for the government to put out propaganda. You know what I mean? And that's a part of... Uh, are they going to flag that shit too? I doubt it. Are they going to flag Fox News for half the shit they put out? You see what I'm saying? So is that just for regular people like us? Yes, I, I, I guess. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Twitter, they, they also announced... The Twitter CEO also announced that he's that they're banning uh, political ads. Altogether? Altogether, yeah. Mm, that might be cool. Yeah, I, but... Um, it's either because one of I, I saw a lot of people complaining like, well, because that's not really taking a side against uh, fake news. If you're banning all of it, there's like it's it's really just. Well, what is fake news? Depending on if, if you speak on the buildings that came down, that's fake news. That ain't fake news, right? If true. you speak on injecting your children with mercury, that ain't fake news. But according to them, it according is. According to them, it is. So, so they're yeah, classifying. It's a, it's a slippery slope. So it's a slippery slope. It's a really slippery slope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that means you can't come out here with independent news. But here's the independent thing. study and independent truth. Here's the thing. We ask for this. Yeah, be careful what you ask for. We ask for this. You, yes. You, you were you wanted a you wanted an outlet to be able to, to you know disseminate information, but then you also see that there's fake information. So when it comes to Trump, the, the big thing was fake news. That was the major thing everybody kept saying: fake news, fake news, fake news. We need to stop fake news. So now it depends. Okay, we deem this as fake news. So now we're gonna stop this. So now this is what they wanted all along. Yes. In the age of information, problem they, solution. solution. They want to control the information. And you're the one who asked for it. So now they're going to say, this is what you asked for. So now all information is going to go through a kind of system and filter. And when they, Big Brother, deems it qualifying news, you can have it. Yeah. If they do not deem it news, or you can't have it. Flag it. So that's going to bring us back to an underground situation. And how are we going to start passing information back and forth? Between our brothers and sisters, yep. when the new generation is acclimated to this, yep. right? Yep. So that becomes an issue. So we're gonna keep our eye on how that transpires. But again, it is something that we've asked for, right? Sadly enough, yes. And speaking of sadly enough, every Wednesday, me and wifey. Oh. I didn't know you. Okay, go ahead. We get together. <laughs> we hold hands. We have popcorn. We gaze in each other's eyes. And we press the button together for Hulu. We don't do it separately. We go, I, I love you. I love you. I love you too, baby. Everything is good. We ready for the Wu-Tang? Ready? And go! And we press the button for Wu-Tang. And we sit back and we enjoy mm. Wu-Tang. And then somebody sent me some disturbing shit <laughs> about the guy who plays RZA, Ashton something, John Ashton, or uh, Ashton some shit. Let me get his name. Yeah, the, uh, the dark skin guy. Uh, and he's modeling some shit that's crazy. And he's looking like a straight girl. This is embarrassing. This shit, as a matter of fact, I think this might cause me and my wife to have to get a divorce. <laughs> we, we can no longer support this shit. I mean, I know it's petty. I know what y'all saying. Doc, that's petty. This is his life. This is the life he chose. We got to stop this shit. What's his name, honey? 
Ashton, Ashton Sanders. Ashton Sanders. And I see some pictures of him. And I did not know that this was the lifestyle he chose. Uh, it says another man. Yes, like, uh, this is not another man. Like, what? who was the first man? Yeah. And this is, is, is crazy. And I can see me and wifey having a fight now. And now this shit. Wu-Tang was bringing families together. And now they're breaking families apart. <laughs> I can no longer in good faith. Watch this shit. <laughs> Hashtag bury me with my nuts. <laughs> and all that shit. This shit is crazy. They, you know, and, and I'm glad they didn't send this to me until the first season was over. At least I got through the first season. Oh, the first season's done? It's done. Okay, first man. season is done. Okay. And, you know, so this happened. And I'm very confused. And I'm very lost. For your generation, I don't know what this means. Uh, yeah. This is tough, man. This is tough. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Ashton Sanders. This, I don't mean this, this fashion thing. This is, fashion thing is getting weirder by the minute. Yeah. And I don't see what's wrong with this showing the masculine aspect of a man in a suit. You know what I'm saying? Chilling, looking clean and hard body. He's got a purse in one shot. He's got earrings on. And this is just a few of the pictures I took. You think Reza know about this? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if Reza knew about this. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just one of the things. It's petty. Because a lot of them are probably gay and all that <laughs> it's shit. It's petty. It's some petty Yo, shit. Yo, on, on Joe Bunn's podcast, he says he thinks like more than half of rappers are gay. I wouldn't be surprised. I was shocked that he said that though. Those are his peers. Yeah, but he's he's on the outside now, sort of yeah. creating his own lane and stuff like that. But that I wouldn't be surprised. I was by. shocked he said that. I was <clears> like, whoa. I mean, you know, I've been saying that for years. Right, right, right. But you know, so I'm not surprised. I wasn't expecting that kind of honesty from. Yeah, well, remember, Fat Joe said somebody Nappy Diva said he's more Moonlight than Wu Tang, and he was in Moonlight. Yeah, he funny was enough. in Moonlight. Yes, funny, funny enough. He's definitely more Moonlight than Wu Tang. That's funny. Somebody said, "Oh Lord, <laughs> the Twilight Zone." That's funny. You know, they say Risen no. Uh, okay. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. How could Rizzo not know? Yeah. But it's Hollywood, man. Everybody gave some time. <laughs> Shit, everybody gave some time. Tank said you could suck a dick. And, and then you don't like it, suck another dick. And figure it out. And then you're still not gay. And these motherfuckers is crazy. So, you know. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So a judge uh, dropped uh, the case, the sexual assault case against Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I heard about that. Because the accuser died under some really weird... weird really weird... Uh, circumstances, yeah. Circumstances, huh? Yeah. So, that's how you beat your case. Clap yeah. that shit up, yeah. 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 Your Honor, the defendant is, is no longer here. <laughs> he's uh, not here. He's uh, he's buried some... We, we don't know, Your Honor. He was here and now he's gone, yeah? Kevin Spacey's a weirdo. Yes, he's always but he's always been like that. I didn't know that. He's been a weirdo. He's always been a weirdo, and a lot of these again, we're talking Holly weird. So this is you know this is what goes on. But I think in 2020, we're gonna start seeing things a little bit more clearly in terms of what goes on. 
behind the curtain. So first of all, I think with um, him <clears> not getting <throat> charged, the only one that was it was two people who were successfully taken down with the Me Too movement: Bill Cosby and R. Kelly. And R. Kelly. That was it. That was it. Harvey Weinstein is still in the courts, but he's got so much dirt on. He put a whole twist. Somebody in the chat will tell me he put a whole new twist on his case with a lady who's fighting for the women. He found some shit on her. This shit is getting ugly. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Because his money's long. Yeah, so like, I, I thought it was, I think I just thought that point was interesting. Nobody else got got from the no. The dude, uh, what's his name? CK. Uh, he's, he's going back on tour. He's going back on tour. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, but your man, Kub, Kub, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. Cuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> Again, three black people. Yeah, he's feeling people's asses. Yeah, he's been wilding. He's a he's a a, a, a predator. Habitual. Habitual ass feeler. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. Uh, they're about to get him. They're man. about to get him, so he might go down. And he's starting to look weird. Like I said, he's starting to look like he's drunk, but he's trying to sober up for his court case. And they, they get him sober enough just to come into court. So he's looking weird. I'm hearing your man uh, Epstein. Oh, yeah. It was the, the medical examiner report said that his death, his strangulation was more in line with the homicide than the suicide. I thought that was interesting because that tells me that everybody ain't Everybody ain't on code. Oh, uh, okay. Because usually the, 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 the coroner is going to aside with everybody. Listen, yeah. it was completely a suicide. I think it was another one, though, because remember the first one said... this is, But this is still weird because they're saying this shit is more with strangulation. Yeah. And you usually don't hear a counter to that capacity. First of all, has anybody seen any pictures of the funeral? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. So we don't know... This nigga's yeah. just around He's just out here Yeah I don't know He could just be out here Like That shit is gangster man That shit is gangster Damn Damn Shit We're not out here Cause I don't know No he out here <laughs> just... Dude you get a face change Yeah And You back in the mix Doing what you have been doing Yeah Yeah Anything is possible Yeah In this day and time Right Yeah a face change, you back in the game. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way that shit is going down. Jesus. So it's been a long time. And usually TMZ would have a picture of now of him laying in his casket and say it was a very private funeral. Only nine people were invited. But we, TMZ, have the pictures. Doom, 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 doom. Yo, TMZ, right? they get anything on anybody. Yeah, they, you just showed me a clickbait. They just said that... Um, they had audio of Byron Allen calling no dropping the N word on Obama, but he didn't. He yeah. dropped the N word on him technically by mentioning the word nigga in front of Obama. But the way they worded yeah. it was as if he called Obama a nigga. You see what I'm saying? Yo, they, yo, the feds. Yeah, they the feds. Yeah, they yeah yeah. It's, it's no way. It's and they no. fired that black guy. What's up yeah. with that? Yeah, Van Lathan. They did. They fired him. Mm-hmm. And why did they fire him? Uh, they said he. I guess. He got into a verbal altercation with and someone. And that's that's worthy for getting fired. I'm not sure. TMZ runs up on people, runs up on celebrities, shoves mics in their face, tried to get these celebrities to punch them in the face some damn time. Nobody gets fired. Well, they didn't. I, I'm not sure. Somebody in the chat will tell me. I'm not sure if they released the whole video of what actually happened because it could have been crazy. It could have been okay. okay. It could have been wild. So I don't know. All right, maybe he. It was time for him to leave. 
He could have been one. You know, he's seen I'm some things sure. there, and maybe it was time uh, for him to leave. Yo, I hear kids outside. Oh, we should go get them. Yo, em. we should get their asses. <laughs> Yo, after this show, it's, I think we still might have an hour. Yeah. We can get some kids, man. We can go get them. And facts. that would be the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> to see kids crying because they thought they was going to get yeah. their little Reese's Pieces cups and shit and snatch their bags. Yo, did you see the um the video? I think I think it was the Jimmy Kimmel show and they did a mashup of um Trump and Obama. And Obama. They, it was Obama talking about them killing Osama bin Laden and Trump talking about... He was very about, presidential. And it was Trump talking about um how they killed the ISIS leader Baghdadi, I think that's yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Hilarious shit. But... Let me tell y'all, and y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. It's no way humanly possible that Trump is that fucking stupid. Yeah. There's absolutely, <laughs> there's only two logical explanations he for this shit. It's like, you know, uh, you know, they didn't come through the front door like, like you know, normally. Normal people, yeah. you know, knock, knock, knock. Hey, no, he died like a dog. A nice dog, but a dog. Here's Obama, yeah, uh, you know. Osama bin Laden, uh, approximately two hours, huh? Uh, we send the squad team in. So, it's only two logical explanations. Yeah. Either he's doing that purposely to further with the narrative that, oh, we got to get this dude out of here. Oh, my God, he's well, the absolute worst. Or he's that fucking stupid. Well, Congress, they just voted um, to begin the impeachment inquiry again. Yes, yes. So, again, yeah, I just voted... To start to do something I didn't actually even start the impeachment inquiry yet. Yes, I'm going to tell y'all Listen, I need y'all to understand this And y'all can say whatever you This is all an act It's no way Donald Trump is that Fucking stupid <laughs> They showed him giving kids to candy I mean candy to kids On the White House lawn And he didn't even know he was supposed to give the fucking kids candy He was standing there looking Fucking goofy This has to be an act Because you guys when they kill him uh, I can't say that When they tickle him hmm, When they tickle him Or they impeach him Or whatever the fuck they gonna do to him you're going to be like, yeah, it's a, you, America's going to feel revised again. And you niggas going to be falling right back into phase two of the fucking trap. Mm. It's absolutely no way that man, after killing an ISIS leader, is going to say that stupid shit. I'm not buying it. Anyway, I'm not buying it. I thought nope. it was also interesting. Nope. I forgot all about ISIS until that happened. Right. Like, like I forgot they even existed. Like, I forgot when Obama announced that they killed Osama bin Laden. I forgot all about... I forgot all about the Taliban. That was Taliban, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I forgot all about them. Yeah, so, you know, it, it was it was no really significance, but they did that because they wanted to show you clear distinction in the gentleman, you know, the presidential, the way the president is supposed to act, and somebody who they call in the clown, the goofy, y'all buying into the narrative. Mm. It's all a part of the plan. <laughs> Watch. Watch. But they won't get that. They won't get me. Get you niggas. Nope. No, no sir. So we're gonna take another commercial break. Yeah, we'll take a short commercial short break. Short commercial break. We're right oh, back. all of these commercials that you see of us are available to you. They're available, but they are directed by my wife. Oh yeah. She edits, directs, you That's know, all that. Chops. Yeah, yeah. She don't get a lot of credit, but you know that this is her work. So let's let's go in the show commercial. too. 
Oh, obviously. And the, the live show, what you're seeing. Yeah, what you're seeing is, is wifey. That is her as well. On the board. Making it Thank you, thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Wheel of Fortune, sponsored by Urban X TV. We're back here with the Black Dot from the conscious community. Is that conscious community? Yeah, thanks for having me, Malcolm. Yeah, Hotep, Notep, uh, the black man is gone, and the white man is the devil. I'm ready to win this money. Okay, whatever that is. Okay, the puzzle for today is people who annoy you. Black Dad, it's on you. Come on, come on, big money, big money. Big money, big money, yeah. I, I like to buy a vowel, E, and Y. Okay, Black Dad, you have 30 seconds to solve the puzzle on the screen. Oh, I think I think I know this one. People who annoy me. Ah, this, 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 this is easy, I think. I think I got this. 20 seconds, Black Dad. Ooh, I'm not sure I really want to say it. Might, might piss a few people off. Uh, 10 seconds, Black Dot. I like to solve the puzzle. Naggers! Let's check. Ah! Oh. Uh, uh, no! The answer, Black Dot, was niggas. Oh. The answer is always niggas. Ah, oh, shucks. But don't worry, Black Dot, you will walk away right now with a Shop Urban X gift card. Yeah! Get yourself some of these you know, new threads. Yes! Yes! Not going home empty-handed. Hotep, no tap. And we're back. Back in the building, in the flesh. Yes. So I wanted to speak about, I had just got through the grapevine and heard that Polite's daughter, Brother Polite's daughter had been missing. Earlier. Early in the day yeah. and... From what I understand, that she's been found. Right. And I wanted to say, um, the look in Brother Polite's face was a look of distress, a look of a dad, not the polite who's used to taking on white supremacy and, and, and in debates. He had a universal look that all dads know because I felt it. When your child, your daughter, your baby is missing, we become very vulnerable in moments like that. And I saw that, so I want to send out our best wishes to Brother Polite and, you know, his daughter and stuff like that because I heard everything turned yeah, out definitely. out well. And this is Halloween, and there's a lot of weirdos out here. Uh, somebody said, where was she found at? No idea. Where I don't you... know all the details, you know? Yeah. So, um... My man Gemini Keys shouted out that uh, in the Simpsons episode they kill Trump and they ain't been wrong yet. Ooh. Something to think about. You know, just adding the Trump, you know, Simpsons yeah. piece to that. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, Urban Excellence Story of the Week. Urban Excellence Story. Let's clap it up. You know, we always got to try to tell somebody's story, yeah, somebody's we, doing something. We, we we like to highlight the dumb stuff people do. That's the regular show. Yes, but then we also yeah. like to highlight the best in our communities yes, and yes. what they're doing. So uh, this week it goes out to a Georgia teen. His name is Roland Tate, uh, Roland Lee Tate Jr. Roland Lee Tate Jr. Yes. Right. Uh, he's a high school senior and he earned a, a 4.7 GPA and he is the first African-American male 
to be a valedictorian at Woodland High School in the history of that school. Oh, let's clap that up. So nobody came before him. Nope. Nobody He's came. the one. Nope. And you see his picture, he got locked, his hair's locked. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's definitely uh, one of the brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, he earned over $1.2 million in scholarships. He, he took Jeez. over... Yeah, 21 advanced placement courses, and he never earned anything lower than an A. That's my dude. What's his name again? Roland Lee Tate Jr. Roland Lee Tate Jr. Now, he's on his way to college, yes? Yes. Roland, stay strong, brother. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, there's white sugar around. He's going to North North Carolina A&T. White rice, white toilet paper. White coffee, <laughs> white a lot of white sugar, white sugar around. There's a lot of white, you know, things. Stay away, stay focused, brother. Yeah, stay focused. But we proud of you, brother. Um, that means, and he's going to pursue a degree in me- um mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. That means the apple probably don't fall too far from the tree. Your parents have been there probably to support you. We want to shout them out. They've done an excellent job. This is what we call urban excellence and nothing can stop you. I don't want to hear no more about the white man is stopping you. The white man ain't stopping you from learning coding, uh, Bitcoin, going back to school. Don't be done with a smartphone. Facts. That, that era is over. So I don't want to hear that no more. So we're not allowing this thing to happen anymore. So young brothers like that earn a, a million. Ooh, in scholarships. Yeah. Ooh, let me hold something. Let yeah. me hold a little something. So we're proud of you, and that's our Urban Excellence Story of the Week. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban Excellence. Let me ask you, do we have an at any of these people that we do these stories uh, with? We added a couple, a few. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. uh, some, sometimes people um, directly send their stories in. Gotcha. You can do that yourself. Go to, you can email us at urbanx.nyc at gmail.com with your story or you can uh, visit urbanx.nyc you can reach us from there as well right and on Facebook yes. and on Facebook the Urban Excellence Group so, okay so I have to clarify some things okay so the Urban Excellence Group on Facebook that is strictly for Urban Excellence stories yes yes if you want to if you want to put any other stuff in there you can join the Urban X group right okay yeah we want to keep that those lines Separate. open because sometimes we're looking for stories and we want to be able to go to our source right. and just get a great story. Yes. Sto- yes. A great story. It's not what Trump did, not right. what yeah, yeah, Charlemagne yeah. said. Right, right. I had to clarify that earlier today. Later, listen. Slow down, slow down. And if anybody knows this young man, Adam. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because we just want to recognize uh, the excellence in our neighborhood. Because um, Chris, uh, we did an urban, urban excellence story on Crystal Gardner. She was... Uh, she won um, uh, T.I. show, the, the Hustle, Grand Hustle show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was an alumni from my college. So oh, She okay. saw the story. She she saw our video, and she enjoyed that. Dope, dope, so, dope. Because what, what we call, we're, we're micro-influencers? Uh, micro-influencers. Yeah. Okay, we're small guys yeah, we're on small. the totem pole, but any, you know, light we can shed, we like to shed that. Yeah, Thanks. yeah, yeah. So uh, with that being said, if you again, if you have a story that you want to share with us, um, you can email us at urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, DM us and like that, and that'd be dope. Um, also, um, next week. Next week. going to be making an announcement on here. You're going to be making an announcement. Yeah, on, on, on the show. You're going to be coming out. Yeah. Well, don't, don't, don't. 
<laughs> Don't say that. I'm just saying. You, you, you got an announcement. I ain't got no announcement. So Malcolm's going to be coming out. I have no. I have an important announcement to make. With some information. With some information. That'd be it. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. Now, now this is long awaited. Yes. I'm. I'm anticipating it. This is gonna be major. We're gonna be dropping these. Whole show. The whole show. Whole show. Feel me? Feel me? Yeah. Y'all think we up here playing? (laughs) We ain't playing, baby. We ain't playing. All right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Okay, so uh, I saw there was a video that was going viral on Facebook of NYPD and some teens getting into a little... Little scuffle. Kerfuffle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of people were... um, There was... A lot of people were angry because some of the cops were, like, really fighting the teens. And it was I, disgusting. It was bad. It was it was bad. Over. It, 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 to me, police officers. It was bad. Over. You you you're an adult police officer, and these are children. These and, are and, teenagers, and they were really going for it. Too. And they was like, going for it. It was disgusting. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that um, at a certain point, because they were arresting some teens, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what you're supposed to do? I know this is gonna sound odd, right? Okay. You're, suppo- you're supposed to let them arrest you. Right. If they're arresting you already, they already register your rights. Stop, because anything you do after that is can and will be used against, used against you. you in the court so if of you're law. fighting off, they could say that's that you're resisting, resisting arrest. arrest. They can add to your charges, and that's the technical term for it. So Absolutely. We had this thing where we had this thing where um, I think social media, social media activism has gotten to our brains where we say, yeah, I know my rights. I know you can't do that. And it's probably right. You're probably dead ass right. But I don't want to have to cry over your casket. Because you were right. Because you were right. But now you're no longer here. Right. You get what I'm and saying? And he's going to put on, you know the officer, he's going to shave down, he's going to put on a suit, and he's going to say, I feared for my life. And you're going to lose. You know what I'm saying? How many times have you seen it? So that was the um, the J Metro Metro Tech Street uh, Metro Tech Station in Brooklyn on J Street, yeah, downtown J Street, Brooklyn, in downtown Brooklyn, and they were fighting. And one of the kids who wasn't even arrested got hit in the face by one of these cops, and right. he sued the NYPD for five million, five dollars. million bricks, five million dollars. And I hope he win because he didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, he wasn't even arrested. He wasn't even arrested. But you gotta understand these 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 police officers. They crazy. So I'm not gonna lie. I've They're been seeing, crazy, I've been man. seeing a lot more cops in the police in the train stations lately. I don't know if this is some new new thing to try what, to what uh, they trying well, to do. Uh, uh, you know, maybe gang violence or Sh- high Sh- school kids Sh- or people hopping the trains. People hopping the trains. Uh, just some weird stuff. That's what goes I think down. because I, I saw another video of some dude on the train and. A whole bunch of cops came in with their guns drawn, through and all he floor, did was hop the train. And all he did was hop the train. And if New York City, the train fare is two seventy five. Right, right. So you basically and it was seven cops who came and a, 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 a train packed, full of people, absolutely that could have gotten hit by you know straight bullets stuff like that for two seventy five. So I just think that's, I think that's scary. That is scary. Uh, I think the mental illness bleeds over to these police officers mm. more than we think it does. These are not sane individuals, and they're under a lot of stress, and they hate you. You know what I mean? So we're dealing with individuals who hate us. And they got guns, and they got the law on their side. This is this is a melting pot of craziness going on, and it's happening all over the country. 
So I've always told my boys, I, I, I know you're right. We can fight another day, but play chess. Do not play checkers yeah. and, 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 and misunderestimate, you know, the savagery in these white officers in particular. Uh, Wade uh, Ludaway, thank you for the donation. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Somebody said drop that bomb for the five million. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Drop that. Drop, drop that. Drop that. So, um, yeah, I think uh, hopefully he gets his bread. Yes. Or something. Something. Something he could put away for college. That's a fact. Or. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking to get punched in the face. <laughs> I'll settle for less. Shit. No, but I'm saying I'm telling. I'm noticing a lot of cops. I saw some kids get. I saw some people get tased for yes. trying to hop the train the other I day. I saw that as well. So it's a lot going on, and you got to be on, in, in this heightened times, and you just got to be on your game. And then because um, MTA, they came out with something crazy. They said they they lose like two hundred million dollars like a year from train from fare evasion. I don't believe it. Look, look. Even if they did, let me tell you something. I learned about mental illness by driving the bus for the city mm. because it'd be people get on the bus. Who, who just lose it. Mm. They look like regular people and it ain't my money. <laughs> if I was working on commission, yeah. I'd be like, yo, son, hold up. <laughs> hold up. I let you go last week, nigga. You can't go because you're fucking up my breath. I don't get paid on commission. Yeah. My check is there. So I'm like, bro, keep that shit moving. Last thing I'm going to do is get punched in the face. Or, or You know what I mean? Yeah. I can tell you some wild stories. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In the transit, they threw a bucket of sand in one bus operator's face, and she panicked. And 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 the first thing she grabbed was her soda, which was a Seven Up, and tried to bleach out her eyes. Now she got sand and fucking Seven Up in her eyes over oh, goddamn fair. Yeah. And I saw a nigga lose his life. Mm. Dude, get off the bus because he was arguing with him over transfer and shot him in the head. So I've seen all extremes wow. over a fucking transfer. Wow. It's not my money. I'm not going to do it. 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 Facts. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, people are mad at this Harriet Tubman movie that's about to come out. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm hearing. What's going yeah, on? a lot of people uh, calling I heard them. they got a black guy in there. Who was a, a fictional character. Who was a slave catcher. Who was like the main villain in the thing. And then the white slave master, who her former slave master, kills him to save her. Ooh, this and is and this sounds nasty. this is typical. Yeah, this sounds white savior shit. This is typical this white savior shit. So it's always a white savior, and a lot of times in Hollywood, you gotta insert them in there to get the movie done. Uh, uh, that that's the formula. It's Halloween, but that's, that's scary. the old that that's very scary. <laughs> that's the old formula, but we gotta make these movies that that speak the truth as it is. You know what I mean? But white people they understand the importance of image. So we're going to let you tell these niggas stories. But we're always going to have somebody in the movie that represents us yeah. because they understand the power of, of, of media. Absolutely. So, um, and they also, I guess uh, the woman who's playing... I'm going to do a Tubman. Holocaust movie and there's going to be some nigga heroes. <laughs> That's the shit I'm pitching to Tyler yeah. Perry. So apparently the, um, the woman who was playing Harry Tubman, she said some real disparaging things about... Um, American black woman Cause she's Ooh. from Well what did she she's say from, She's a Brit So Okay But I don't, I don't know What she said exactly But I know it was something Like you know She was making a joke Like ghetto black accent Somebody so, in the chat Hit me up yeah. with that quote Yeah she said something A little while But she said she studied For the role mm -hmm. She said she channeled in 
Harriet Tubman. Whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. You know, she she. But if you feel if you feel that way about black women and you're not, and then Harriet Tubman was a black woman from here. Absolutely, it's 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 counterproductive in what you're yeah, saying. So Antonio Moore and other people from the ADOS community are calling for a boycott. Okay, I'm tired and, of seeing slave movies anyway. Yeah, my mother she teaches at Harriet Tubman School in the Bronx, and Ooh. they kind of have to go. My mother doesn't really want to. They have to. They kind of have to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So. That's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be a little tough. Yeah, but your mom's just woke, so she know what time it is. She, but a lot of her kids are not. But this is a perfect opportunity yeah. to have the discussion afterwards. True, true, true. You know what I mean yeah. about what did yeah. we see? True. Well, let let's put the facts up. What we saw, and understand in Hollywood they make these movies a subtle way to yeah. tell these kids, um, you know, what I'm saying that that was some bullshit without you know telling yeah. them that that was. Some bullshit. You know oh, she mean? called us Akatas. So apparently, that's one of like this. That's Ni- like a word, like a nigga. In Nigerian, no Nigerian word for black Americans. Oh, oh so okay. I guess you could call it a nigga, but like not like how they like to separate themselves from us. You get what I'm saying? So that they use that word. And you know what's crazy? There's a lot of people I know, like my age, who are Nigerian, who use that word, but definitely uses that on them because they hang around all black people. So it's the way. It's, yeah, it's weird. yeah, kafa. Kafa lovers, that's what they call us in South Africa. In South Africa, yes, yes. I forgot I read that book, what it was about. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I'm tired of seeing slave movies anyway. That's a fact. So my new movie is going to be in the Holocaust, and uh, as these Jewish people are making their way out, I'm going to have some niggas in there <laughs> who show up and help them get out. Yeah. And pitch that shit to Hollywood. Yeah. See how they like that shit. Um, the dot, these, this, this shit wasn't true. Was it true? <laughs> All right. So always niggas yeah. around doing something. So yeah, I'm going I'm to pitch my shit to Tyler Perry. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Any more announcements? Uh, announcements. I'm going to make some announcements. Thank you, Timmy Cattell. Let's take it back. Some Eidos American descendants of slaves. The first Americans brought to North America came from the West Indies. All right. Eidos are all descendants of West Indian slaves. Just saying. All right, I don't want to get into that argument. Facts. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, you already know what it is. We, we're constantly trying to find and refine and redefine ourselves. So, you know, this is a part of the process. And, you know, you know how black people do. We'll, we'll settle on something that, you know, speaks to us and things of that nature. Yes? Yeah. Uh, come on, we got some more stories, Malcolm. Come on. Do we? Come on, Malcolm. I feel like we... Yeah, we can... Any questions in the chat? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, any questions? Come on, I sent you some more stories, bro. bro. You, you recently... Yo, you know, you know what's hilarious? So my pop sends me these stories, right? And then all I do is click the link, and the story will be like from 2010. I'm like, dude, I'm not talking about that. Oh, I don't know. I'd just be like hearing yeah. the story. I'd be like, Malcolm, because that's your job to investigate. I do. Shit. And then I'm saying, okay, this is not the one. Investigate this Oh uh, Shaq did some sh- Nice shit recently Yes I, This is Okay Good point, good point. Okay Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> He donated his home Which is wheelchair accessible To um, a family In which uh, One of the kids got He was um, Injured in the shootout He was paralyzed From the waist down So he um, donated his home To that Because the kid Didn't have a wheelchair Accessible home Yes that's And true. now Shaq gave his home up So now the kid has access Right Shouting that out. So that's tough. That's tough. 
That's definitely tough. Did you see these robots that they got? That's fake. See, oh, see, that's see, fake? You see what I mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there's a video. There's a video, and it looks like uh, this guy is working with, like, a robot, and he's shooting that... You know, that's fake. They it, they have a whole YouTube channel in which they do like these motion captures, these mocap suits, and they play, and then they edit it up. So I didn't know it news. was fake news. Now, what is not fake news is Dr. Dre, the one from Ed Love and Dr. Dre. Yeah, uh, he lost his eyesight to diabetes. To diabetes, he's been having a long fight with diabetes, and it led to him losing his eyesight. So we want to send that that hip hop love. And overall love out to um to Dr. Dre and his family because diabetes in our hood is tough mm-hmm. and he's going through it. So hang in there, brother. We love you, especially on the hip hop tip. You already know his contributions will never be forgotten. Thanks. Uh, somebody said I did not like the way Charlamagne DJ NV acts Byron Allen. Um, they didn't like the way he acts Byron Allen. What? I guess any anything really, because um, you know it's crazy. Tanya even asked me if I felt some of those questions were disrespectful or the way they were asking. As far as what I, I, I s- said, no, based on the way they normally yeah. clown people, yeah. they gave him a certain level of respect, and you know you can tell they didn't really do their research beyond the fact, you know, they wanted to know how he made his money. Yeah, and then you know, and then they try to say, oh, so you you got a loan? Yeah, you're not supposed to spend your own money. Yeah, you're supposed to use somebody else's money to get rich. That's one hundred and one. You know what I mean? So he um, said that. You said you never use your own money. Never use your own money. You know what I mean? These these have these people have these firms, you know, where, where they um, you know, they lend money, and if they're not lending money, they're not making no money. So when you present yourself properly, and he understood the business he was in, so he was able to take advantage and acquire some things. Right, so we need to put ourselves in position to say, "I want a business loan to start my vision, and it's not gonna mess up my personal credit because you know it's gonna be a part of the business." So that's why the money coach situation is is is, is very important. And also, watch our interview that we did with uh, Corey P. Smith. Corey P. Smith. Yeah, talk about business. A- absolutely, credit, don't. Credit, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We, you know, we we be we be dropping it. Yeah, we you know we here for the people who you know who want. Shaq is, want a drink You know yeah, what I'm saying Shaq is a part of The board of directors Of Papa John's Yes he is That's what's up And I think Do I like Papa John's pizza No I don't Somebody somebody asks um, How should HBCU Capitalize on the NCAA ruling That's a great question That is a great question Um Wow Um Well again If you're able to Maybe you could bring more light To some of these HBCUs If we get some prominent players To stay Right and use their likeliness through certain things that bring shed light on some of the things that HBUs are going through. Well, my senior, during my senior high school, my one of my teachers, um, Mr. Robinson, he said because uh, the thirty for thirty for the Fab Five was was coming on that night, right? Okay, and he was like, I think y'all should all watch it. He said, but I also think that you know, what if all the top five players in the nation will go to like Howard or one of these HBCUs? And as he was talking about, it, I really thought. I'm like I'm brushing. I'm like that'll never happen, and it's not like why would you want to go there? Go go to one of these big schools, and I didn't understand the importance of what that could do for those schools. Right, right, right. Because if that was to happen, so yeah, and you know my stance on that. I didn't feel you needed to go to an HBCU 
for your black experience, but for the economic experience, I'm all for. You know, somebody's going to buck that trend and go to one of these schools and it only take one to go, oh, if he going to go there, I'm going to go there. And now these schools are prominent. But do we own the HBCUs? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Dre said, uh, Chris Johnson said, Dre has been blind for a few years. He and Ted Demi were shopping an idea for a reality show dealing with his diabetic situation. I did not know that. I know if somebody else can confirm that for me. And you know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, again, he's been out of the limelight, uh, you know, for quite some time. So Somebody said no, uh, HBCUs get no support from alumni. I'm not sure why that is. Why, why that is. Um, it probably goes back to a lot of times, you know, black people, we just, we don't help each other. Why is that? I don't yo? know. We don't help each other. We, we don't want to see each other do well. We don't understand the power of economics. Oh, right? Cooperative economics. Cooperative like economics. Or how you, uh, you know what I'm saying, add money back to your school helps fortify your school and the legacy and other kids who are unfortunate can have a platform so they can go and grow. And, and white people do it all the time. Ice-T said, and I remember because it was so profound, he said it. He said, black people brag about how much money they got. He said, white people brag about how much money they give away. And when he said that... That's, that's a different kind of brag. You know, black people brag about how much, white people brag about how much money they give away. So it gets to show you the mindset of understanding, uh, you know, dollars and cents. And again, but when you have a 300, 400 year economic yeah. understanding ahead of us, we get something wrong. Hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? Because Byron Allen also said black people are not poor. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. we begin to pool our resources, yeah. We can get some things done, but as long as everybody stay isolated, trying to do their own thing, you know, we find ourselves in the situations that we're in. Uh, somebody said, can we get a fresh King Simon interview for 2020? Facts. Yes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get on the phone with King Simon this week Facts. so he can drop the numbers on us. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to get Kamani up here. I don't know if that'll be a live interview, but he's coming in town. We'll talk health. We'll talk the Joker movie. We'll talk Bet. some things. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So next week, we'll have a couple of, you know, sprinkles around. But uh, definitely King Simon before the new year uh, pops in. Definitely. And uh, let me get to Brother Rich's piece really quick. Okay. Uh, for th those who don't know, Brother Rich has got the 2020 Ascension Conference taking place this Thursday. I mean, I'm sorry, this Sunday. Yes. November right? 3rd, yes. November 3rd at St. Francis College. We're going to put it up on the screen for you, nice and big. Uh, so, you know, go and, and, and get involved. This would be a perfect thing to springhead the last two months. Clear your mind. Uh, Billy Carson will be headlining uh, 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 Gaynor uh, Grills or Gills, Grills. Mm -hmm. uh, the actor, uh, spiritualist, will also be involved. Red Pill and Blue Pill are going to be dropping it. And I believe there's a performance by Cambala. Uh, you know what I mean? So he'll be performing some of them joints on the new uh, the new album. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's going to be something to look forward to. So this is this Sunday. So if you haven't got your tickets, and I also believe if you, you want to watch it pay-per-view, that they have a link that you can check out. So if a lot of people can't 
physically make it, you can get to, you know, show some support on that. All right. Right. And uh, let's get into Eli's commercial real quick. Oh, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, we appreciate all the people from, uh, you know, from our community who went to subscribe to Eli's podcast. The, the Weight podcast. podcast. The World According to Eli. Yes. Where I be busting them down. And he be trying to hit me with statistical data and all of that all kind of stuff. So let's get into Eli's commercial. And uh, we still need more subscribers. Trying to get him to a thousand. Trying to get him to a thousand. So it ain't going to hurt you no much to go over to his channel and tap in. And the description is in the... Uh, it's, the link is in the description below. The link below. is in the description below. Yes, do we have that? Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. Let's take a couple of questions. A couple of more questions before we get up. We get out of here. here. Uh, somebody says, uh, Professor Griff getting on soon. I'm with that. Yes. And I, I'm still with. trying to figure out my uh, how to bring him in remotely. That'd be dope. That'd be the, You know, because he'd be busy. He'd be busting down shows two and three times a week. But when he is in the city, that's going to happen. Somebody said, Eli, be busting dot, bot, uh, a pop snot box. Yeah, he be trying Facts. to give me the business. Facts. David Randall, he definitely be trying to give me the best business, but I ain't pulling no punches. What are your thoughts on Brexit? I don't know. Uh, that's the right, uh, the, um, the European piece. I, I'm not really sure, so I try not to speak on things I'm not sure about, but put a link in there to educate me. Stephen Curry got an injured hand last night. Def Rocker, he's happy. He don't want to play this season, right? Yeah, oh, but yeah. this is karma. All them years, they were shimmying the Golden State Warriors, talking all that shit. This is karma. Somebody said, who makes your backdrop show? You can email us. We'll give you the information. Yeah, we'll give you the information on that. That's a fact. When we going to have sweatsuits for the winter? Oh, yeah. We'll make those announcements. Sweatsuits? Like I almost said sweatsuits? something I wasn't supposed to say. You know, but Malcolm be talking about daddy be snitching. You be, so. you be snitching, man. Like, dude, we got... Was Dolomite in the closet? I'm not sure. I heard about Somebody said that Somebody said that It was a gay character In the movie with him One of his main dudes I, I'm not sure I'm not gonna allow that To take away from uh, The movie Because I, Dude you don't want me To start naming The gay people Who we all support so uh, Somebody said uh, Pudge B16 What do you think about Andrew Yang's Universal I don't know UBI the, plan I'm not I'm, I'm not I'm sure I'm, I'm not sure It's really Sustainable I get what he I get what he's talking about When it comes to Like our financial Status In this country Everybody He's talking about all Americans But black people as well I'm not too familiar On his entire platform I have his book I'm actually going through it Right But um, I don't know if he has a I think What he's doing though Is he's opening A lot of people's like, You know Eyes to You know The issues that we have the coming issues that we're going to have with technology and yes. how technology is taking a lot of jobs from people. Yes. I'm not sure he's, you know, I'm not sure he really has a chance with the presidency or nothing like that. But you Yeah, know. me and Lassa says, damn, I thought y'all was going to go three hours. Let me tell you something, and, and I want to be clear with you. If you knew how hard this seat is, my lord, and these lights are bright. I'm high. See, this is things that y'all not seeing behind the camera. You know, for us to try to put on a pretty decent production the seat is killing me. And we still I have no acetal. <laughs> all right? And these lights are bright and it's crazy. So even to get an hour and 45 minutes is really a lot. And also, more important than that, um, 
We don't want to overstay our welcome ever. We talked about this earlier with Marcus. We talk about this all the time on how we don't want to create a nation of watchers and talkers. And YouTube can do that to you. A lot of these people are so fixated, fixated with hearing themselves talk. They will spend three, four, five hours and they're not saying nothing. That's not the persona that we ever want to give off. We want to make this seem like, because our time is valuable. And that's why we have quite a topic discussion. Right. Topic yeah, yeah. we discussion. do it that way. And I told Malcolm, he always has to have a life outside of this because there are some dude every day this, it, because it's hopamine. It, it, it becomes a, a drug. And we don't want that to happen. We want to use this as a tool for what it was to have a moment, mm-hmm. father and son, Number one father and son podcast. We're about to start hashtagging that. Right. We want to sit down, share some ideas, some concepts. We want to laugh. We want to cry. We want to joke. We want to learn. And we also want to share some, like, our experiences with you guys. Not every experience. Right. Absolutely. You know know what's crazy? I think now that there's going to be a movement for people to just start living again. Yes, going outside. I think right. That's what I mean. Go this is run its walking. course. This be, this is why we I, we quit the show last yeah, time. We, yeah, you know what I'm saying because we didn't want to create this where where we're online personas and that's it. You know, we have a life. You know what I'm saying. We you know we we're trying to enjoy each other off camera and we advise you to do the same. So use your time value, and that's why I'm always thanking you. For your time. Facts. We appreciate Because we it. don't take that for granted. Because you could scroll down the dial and deal with somebody else. So when we're here together, we want to make sure we put our time in, our research in, and put together something that you could say, all right, that hour and a half was dope. Mm-hmm. And we'll see them next week. So that's, you know, pretty much how we feel about that. Yeah, they said you're sweating. Yeah, it's hot, Yeah, bro. it's hot in here, man. It's fucking hot in here, bro. So, like we said, just get out, start living, start taking walks. It's a really good book out that's about that. It's called Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. Okay, okay. Really, really good. You got to get back to your book club, but that's another yeah, story. Yeah, listen, okay, listen, listen, listen. Okay. For the people who are in the book club, I have something for you guys. Just Okay, okay. Just wait okay. on it. Okay, okay. Okay, it's been a lot this year. This year has been rough. Right, right. Not rough. It's, it's just, just been, been busy. It's been busy year. It's been busy. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we can we can get out. We can we gonna get, get up out of here. A shout out to the people who are watching us right now. Shout out to the people who are listening to us right now. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, yes. Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, um, all that good stuff. Audio Boom. If you um, get these shirts, get these shirts. Visit shopurbanx.com. Shopurbanx.com. Um, if you have a story you want to send to us, you can send it to us uh, on. UrbanX underscore NYC on Instagram and Twitter. Um, the UrbanX uh, group on Facebook. If you want to join the Urban Excellence group on Facebook, that's another thing. That's just straight positivity. You know what yes, I'm yes. Straight positivity. If it, I don't care if it's you or somebody you just came across. We want to know about it. Um, with that being said, we are out of here. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way. I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he ain't trying
trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Product of my residence from four score to 44. Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't trying to go to church. I'm like Adam. Every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood, and that's a covenant. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.